0: Want to stream Cognitive Dissonance to your Android or iPhone? Buy the app. Go to DissonancePod.com and click on the link on the right-hand side of the page. Each purchase helps support the show.
1: So there was a problem with the recording last time uh, on Tom's End, and uh, I didn't notice it until Monday morning, so that's why the show's late. Also, the uh, we recorded last week, so there is uh, there is a winner to the Call to Prayer contest. There were late entries after we... we uh, wound up recording last week. We will get to those entries next week, but the winner is still who the winner is. So uh, if you haven't heard your call to prayer entry uh, and you submitted it, say, after Wednesday night of last week, don't worry. We got it. We will probably uh, play it next week. Uh, we just didn't have time to fit it in this show.
2: In fact, I had this discussion for some wonderful, caring Democrats earlier this week on the issue of, well, well, they said, surely you could agree to limit the number of rounds in a magazine, couldn't you? I mean, what? how would that be problematic? Well, and I pointed out, well, once you make it 10, then why would you draw the line at 10? What's wrong with 9 or 11? And the problem is, once you draw that limit... Uh, it's kind of like marriage. When you say it's not a man and a woman anymore, then why not have three men and one woman, or four women and one man, and or why not, uh, you know, somebody has a love for an animal? There is no clear place to draw the line once you eliminate the traditional marriage, and it's the same once you you draw uh, you you remove uh, the. Um, or you put, start putting limits on what guns can be used, then it's just real easy to have laws that make them all illegal. There is a, a law being pushed, as it has for several years, that says that uh, you know religious institutions should not be exempt from um, discrimination laws that it is going to devastate the church, the synagogue, places of worship that hire people, because ultimately they're saying, you have to hire whatever say, Satan worshiper, whatever cross-dresser you think uh, might be immoral, if that's against your religious belief. You are gonna be forced to abandon your religious beliefs. And we've been seeing that with some of the requirements under Obamacare. Law always reflects Someone's morality. So, if Christians are not in, involved in making sure it reflects their morality, as a majority according to polls, then it's going to reflect an, a lack of morality or some immorality. If, if so, the law reflects somebody's, and it better be the majorities uh, that are um, that believe in God.
3: is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome, Matt. This is episode 97 of Cognitive Dissonance, and we are slouching toward the apocalypse at 100 in just three Short weeks, and that will be a very big show because it will be 100. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it'll have an extra number. It'll be a big show. It'll be a big show. Yeah. You
3: you know there's nothing for me to fucking say when I'm already talking three shows in advance. Yeah. Well,
1: it'll be one of the plus size numbers. Right. So it'll be a, it'll be a bigger show, a huskier show, a more big like bump. us. Yeah. It's more a like big us. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember like a, like well
3: I I you were skinny when you were a kid but. I was fat my whole fucking life. I remember, like, <laughs> there was a husky section, and you had to, like, shamefacedly walk into the it. The husky like, section? Really? Yeah, dude. Like, that's what they used to call it for the fatty fats. Like, oh, now I thought it's for, like, just, the
1: Malamutes. They put, like, collars on you. Right. Well, now you it's just America. a sled. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> you have to tow the workers into yeah, it. Right. Like you have plant. to drag
1: them all over the place, eat seal meat. It's just extra denim. Like, that's yeah.
3: all it is. Like, it's just extra. It's like it's like three extra yards of stonewashed fabric. You know, that's my, all that it
1: is. My wife has a uh, a magnet on the fridge. It's like, I guess, back in the day, they used to call girls that were bigger chubbies. chubbies? And so, so she has serious? a thing that's like, it's a magnet that shows like an old ad that talks about how you could get free clothes. And it says free for chubbies on it. Oh. <laughs> That's so awesome. That's great. That's, that's wrong in every way. It's it just like, shows how fucking like
3: insensitive we used to be. It's like, not even trying, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's like, uh, what do we call the uh, section for the fat boys? Ah, uh, we'll call them husky. Yeah. Oh, sounds kind of strange, but fair <laughs> enough. What do we call the uh, fat girls? Call them chubbies. Who call fucking them chubbies. cares? Yeah. They're they're not gonna have good self esteem yeah. anyway. <laughs> There's nothing we can do to fix that. Look, now.
1: we changed it from fat girls to chubbies. Okay.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you just take a left at the fatty brace puke section. <laughs> That's. <laughs> so this first story comes from Right Wing Watch. Louis Gomer t-
4: gomer t- Gomert. <laughs> yeah, Gomert is better. Gomert. Yeah.
3: Opposes gun control because gay marriage leads. To bestiality, <laughs> you know, this guy he goes slippery slope, fucking crazy. And you know, the reason why, Cecil, is because he's so generously lubed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's just flying, his legs are over his ears, and he's shooting down. Man, he's, it's he's, great. He's like, he's like on a slip and slide yeah. of KY.
3: Oh, yeah, when he's on this slippery yeah. slope. Um. He says, talking about agreeing to limit the number of rounds in a magazine. Now, I have to point out, too, that we're recording this the same day that the Senate fucking said no to background checks. Like, they they voted down background checks today. Like, yeah, we're going to expand background checks because maybe if you're a felon, I don't know, maybe you shouldn't be having a gun. And they can't even agree on that. Like we're just like,
1: oh,
4: did you no. see?
1: Did you see this week? And this is off the subject of Gohmert and his piles of lube. Yeah. But, um, but did you see that there was a guy on MSNBC, and uh, he was on uh, the he's the Col- Colorado governor, I think, and he was talking about how they instituted background checks in their state, and they stopped. I want. To, I. I don't know what the numbers are. But oh, I did see that. Yeah, it's like it in the like, hundreds of people right. who were felons, like former felons, like right. hundreds. hundreds. And you're like hundreds of people who were former felons, fucking had their head clean up their ass. You talk about enough lube, right? You gotta have enough <laughs> lube to get your head clean up your ass to walk in and be like, yeah, you know what? I'd like to get a gun. Background check. Sure. Here's my real name. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, It's. Well, and that's the thing. It's like if you go to
3: buy a gun from a gun collector or at a like a firearm show, um, you don't have to You you just be like, oh, you're not a federally you're not like a licensed dealer. Oh, no problem. I'll just say that I want it. And you'll say that you want money and then we'll just hand each other the things we each want. Sure. Nobody's going to wait a
1: second for it. Right.
3: So so we can't even agree on that. Right, we can't even agree on background checks. That's how fucking mired down in bullshit yeah. any attempt at gun control legislation is. But this, this goober, this Gomert, <laughs> go
1: get it, Gomert.
3: You know he's talking about limiting the number of rounds in a magazine, and somehow he gets to like fucking animals.
1: <laughs> it's kind of amazing in, to like, see four it. sentences. Yeah. It's almost like it's almost like one of those like really mind-boggling math- mathematic proofs. Like you almost see like goodwill <laughs> hunting putting like the fucking backwards e on a board and being like see sex with animals.
3: He's like the uh he's like playing like uh, like the Kevin Bacon game. You know, but it's like <laughs> instead of degrees with of
5: sex with animals.
3: It's like it all just like okay, possible. so we'll start with limiting the rounds of ammunition yeah. in a magazine. And we have to end with, uh, give me something, someone, come on, someone, something, uh, sex with animals. Okay, go. It's like a bad improv Yeah, skit. It's, it's six degrees
1: of bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> I love this shit. There's a great part here, too, at the end, because um, then he starts just going off uh, on, on talking about, <laughs> he says something about being a Satan worshiper, because he's talking about how churches are going to have to be able to hire people. And he says... They're saying that you have to hire whatever Satan worshipper, whatever crossdresser you you might think uh, immoral, that's against your religious belief. You're going to be forced to abandon your religious beliefs, and we've been seeing that with some of the requirements <laughs> under Obamacare. <laughs> and I think to myself, like, yeah, well, I got that letter last week from the government that said I had to go for my next checkup and I had to be dressed like a woman and wear devil horns.
3: <laughs> you got the same one? Same I got. letter. <laughs> This, this this level of convoluted thinking is fucking Olympic. Oh, it really? You know what is. I mean? Like you see this? You're like, bravo. I mean, it, at some point, you just have to hats off and that is a level of crazy that's deep and true. And should just be
1: applauded. I you know, for me it's what it what it seems like is it's just he knows he's gotta come out against certain things. Like he walks in, it's almost like he's so stupid he could not construct an argument. So what he does is he just thinks, it's like remember when um when Palin had on her hand, written on yes. her hand, like four or five things, and it's like no taxes and like you know, know, like she just had like the dumbest right. shit and like freedom or something right. on her hand, and like Isn't that America. What she had her head like, yeah. it was like
3: love America, love America, freedom and no taxes. Yeah, taxes and
1: freedom or something. But anyway, like she can't even construct a, a level of discourse to weave three different things into one narrative. Like she can't. She, it's impossible for her to do. This guy can't can't weave in gun control. And uh, and he wants to we- – and, he, and he, since he's so against it, he wants to weave in gay marriage and then compare it to bestiality and then talk about religion in the public sphere. And he wants to talk about all those things together. But gun control isn't the fucking entry point. Like right. gun control really doesn't have anything to do with any of those other things Well, it's an all. entry wound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> at least potentially. Yeah, sure. You know, this guy strikes me as somebody who has a checklist of like seven things, Yeah, you know, and it's like I used to do this thing back in back in high school in an English class. My, my buddy and I would say, you know, we would have to write an English paper and I'd give him something ridiculous that he had to weave into his paper. So he'd have to write a paper about, uh, you know, the scarlet letter. And I would say, OK, you've got to use the phrase scratch and sniff <laughs> sticker in your paper. And that was the game. And he would have to use that. And he'd still have to get a good grade at the, on the paper. Sure, yeah. You could you just know? be like, scratch your
1: stickers, right. suck my butt, teacher. Or something, and he would do you know? the same
3: thing for me. He'd, give me some, he'd be like, you know, like, badger. You know, and I'd have to write a fucking essay about tortilla flat. And I'd have to write, you know, use the word badger. It just something that had nothing to do with anything. Right. Um, this guy strikes me like he's playing that same game. Like, okay, here's seven things to say. Yeah. You've got... 500 words or less to say them. Yeah. Obamacare, <laughs> Satan,
1: <laughs> uh, animal fucking, animal gun fucking control. Oh it's just, it, you know what he is? He's, he's like a Mad Libs politician. <laughs> <laughs> noun. <laughs> I need a noun. Every okay, I need a is, verb. Ooh, animal fucking.
4: <laughs> every
1: verb is donkey fucking. Yeah, every every verb. verb is fucking an animal.
4: So you don't think so,
1: not in public schools? You don't think creationism should be taught in public schools?
4: Well, in public schools, look, our kids are required in science to learn the same curriculum uh, in in terms of the the ACT and other standardized national tests. We have what's called the Science Education Act Mm -hmm. that says if a teacher wants to supplement those materials, if the school board's okay with that, and if the state school board's okay with that, they can supplement those materials bottom line at the end of the day we want our kids to be exposed to the best facts let's teach them about the big bang theory let's teach them about evolution let's teach them i've got no problem if a school board a local school board says we want to teach our kids about creationism that people uh, some people have these beliefs as well let's teach them about intelligent design i think teach them the best science let them give them the tools where they can make up their own mind not only in science but as they learn and teach about other controversial issues whether it's Global warming or whether it's climate change, uh, climate change or these other issues. What are we scared of? Let's teach our kids the best facts and information that's out there. Let's teach them what people believe and and let them debate and learn that.
3: So, Cecil, this comes from the raw story. Louisiana governor, governor. I've got no problem with creationism in public schools. Specifically, he says, bottom line, at the end of the day, we want our kids to be exposed to the best facts, the best, best ones. ones,
1: the very best facts. The best facts.
3: Yeah. Let, let's teach them about the Big Bang theory. Let's teach them about evolution. Let's teach them. I've got no problem if a school board, a local school board says, "We want to teach our kids about creationism." That people, some people have these beliefs as well. Let's teach them about intelligent design. Cuz those are the
1: best facts.
3: They're <laughs> the very best They're the of the best facts. You you actually can rate your facts. Yeah, no, a, I mean
1: like there's a there's a little five star rating, and right. you know you can put a couple stars by them. Oh, it's like a Yelp review for your facts. And well, when I buy a fact, I always check the Amazon reviews sure. myself, yeah, you know, yeah. just to you, make
3: sure. Sure. You know you got to get the
1: fact the, review online. Fact yeah. He's talking about this stuff, and he's and he's saying that uh, that the students should be you know free to question things, and he says. Uh, They should be free to question controversial issues like climate change and other scientific theories, adding, what are we scared of? And I guess what I think I want to say to that is, you know, I think I'm afraid of, uh, you know, I understand what he's getting at. What he's saying is, is that, you know, if it's true, it's going to win out. But the problem is, is that if you present these things in a credible way to impressionable students from teachers who – students get other facts from, yep. Yep. then suddenly these things have as much weight as everything else. The students don't have the critical ability to weigh these things out and say, well, the truth will win out you know, whether or not it's creationism is right or, or, uh, or evolution is right. The, the, the students don't have the critical thought to weigh those issues out without some sort of guidance from the teacher. And if the teacher is just basically scattering the marbles on the ground and saying (laughs) all of these marbles are equal, well, you know, now we have a problem, and that's your problem. So your facts, when you say, well, you know, we we like the best facts, well, you're showing us right now that you don't even really know what a fact is.
3: Well, isn't that the problem with this old, you know, tired, exhausted, teach-the-controversy argument? You know, I I think you hit the nail on the head when you are talking about, like, the kids – if you present all these facts as as, as equivalent, then then there is no differentiation as to, yeah, but this one's actually based on the precepts of science, and this one is not made up from
1: a book. It's not a fact, right? Like that's the and thing is, it doesn't even fall into the fucking realm of fact. Like it's, I mean, yeah. like it's the umbrella is fucking across the room. Okay, it's not a fact; it's an opinion, and it's not how
3: science works. You know. That's an acceptable thing to do in an English class. You know, we're just I was just making a joke about, you know, writing a paper like, hey, you want to you want to have a conversation about which is the best interpretation of, you know, uh, Huck Finn or the Scarlet Letter. Like, let's have that conversation. You want to sit down and debate with me about Moby Dick. Like, let's sit down. And let's have that debate. You want to debate with me about scientific fact. No, that's not how we decide what's true. Science isn't decided by committee. It's not decided by everybody gets together and says, well, this is what we hope. This is how, you know, the, the acceleration due to gravity is, you know, 9.8 meters per second squared because we all voted on it. Yeah. And so that's how fast right. shit falls, you know, like that's <laughs> not that's not how that works. Like you don't just decide on equations or scientific facts or physical uh you you know decisions about how the world works and how it's worked in the past because we all thought that seems like a pretty good idea maybe it'll just be that way now yeah and that's how that's why you know computers work and bombs explode like that's just not how it works yeah
1: we don't we don't take a vote they they single out science class as the only class where there's sort of this okay, guys, we're going to just sort of – what we're going to do is we're just going to throw these things out there and we're just going to teach you about everything and let you decide what's right. I mean they're not teaching uh, Holocaust and Holocaust denial in the same class. You know what I mean? Like they're not not. saying – here's two viewpoints. Mm -hmm. Here's two – they're not teaching 9-11 and 9-11 conspiracy. They're not teaching JFK and JFK conspiracy. Um, There's no alternative history shit that I ever got in high school, I never got a moment of any of that there was any I didn't even hear about anything conspiracy theory at all until I was out of out of high school in college. That was the first time I was ever introduced to the idea of a conspiracy theory um was after I was in a a college situation because there's just no room for it in the in the in growing up as a as a kid, when you're learning history, there's no room for it because it's 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 inane garbage that has no basis, most of it has no basis in any sort of um in any kind of uh of academic setting and the same thing goes for math. It's not like they're singling out math either, right they're not saying, well, you know what we really want to do is just throw out all these different theories on math. It's like well, some people. You know, want this theory and that. There's no alternate theories on math, I don't think, but now we're going to get like five of them. But, um, <laughs> but there's no alternate theories on math that I'm aware of. So, you know, that doesn't come up. But the, the fact is, is that the reason why they do this is because they recognize that if they can get students, children, can, working in their brain, their religion, then they've gotten in. You know, and I, so I saw Hitchens quote today that I thought was really great. He was talking about prayer in school. And he was like, there's a reason why they're not saying we want prayer in restaurants. We want prayer at at public uh, games. We want prayer at parades. There's, there's a reason they're saying that. It's because they want to go for the children.
3: Right. They yeah, want the
1: children. OK. Yeah. And I'm paraphrasing this quote, but they want the children. They don't want. They don't care about anything else. And this is the same thing here. They want the children. So they want to get any way that they can get into that class, they want to get into that class. Sure. And that's, yeah. and that's the sad part of all this. It's like, you know, you would think that you would be able to when they say we're we're allowing you to, you know, we're going to let all the facts stand and we're going to see how everything stands on its own merits. Well, why don't we do that? Why don't we let religion play its way out in the private sphere and we let Science play its way out in the public school setting and see who wins out.
3: but well, we don't really want to have a contest. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're not really asking for a no. contest of ideas. I mean, that's not really what they're asking for. They know they're in Louisiana. You know what I mean? Like, they know the yeah. context of this argument. Sure. They know they're in Louisiana. And if they give educators an opportunity to proselytize at the podium— that educators, some educators, a lot of educators, enough educators will take that opportunity to proselytize at the podium and that they'll, you know, reinforce at the very least <clears throat> those ideas that, you know, this group of people is is enamored of so well. You know, it's it's not it's not like, hey, let's have a war of ideas. We have equal numbers. Right. Like they're yeah. not saying, like, let's get a group of of uh, five representatives of each of the world's major religions and, you know, atheists and agnostics into a room and we'll all sit down and have a debate. Nobody's asking for that. No. You know, what they're saying is, while we have the majority, let's press the issue.
2: God has no place within these walls, just like facts have no place with an organized religion.
3: So this story comes from the Charleston Gazette's website, which is wvgazette.com. Um, GW student asked for injunction against principal over speaker this story is fucking nuts George Washington High School um, recently had a speaker who I seriously they must have found because she was fucking babbling with a sandwich board outside downtown at 3am drunk on her feet for the crazy ass fucking shit that she said Um, they had a speaker to talk about sex and sexuality um, told the kids just nutty stuff Cecil like Condoms aren't safe And that if your mother gives you Birth control it's because she Hates you I don't want you to get pregnant I'd rather have you Live out your life And make good decisions and have
1: opportunity
3: <laughs> Cause I hate you <laughs> Right I love that
1: idea Well maybe she doesn't like you enough to like your grandkids You know right. what I mean? like Maybe that's <laughs> what
3: I don't know I hate babies So here's birth control Um so the this, this student complained about it, and the, the principal went after her, threatening that if she continued, that he would call her colleges of choice and basically defame her character because, you know, he's keeping it classy. Well, because he's a godly individual. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Who would Jesus defame? I can't what? believe somebody would—I mean, like, this whole story just—it just, just reeks of injustice. You know what oh, I mean? God, like, there's just so this crazy. this— This feeling that I get from this person who's just, you know, I mean, you're forced to go to this assembly where you have this raving lunatic who's talking about um, basically, like you said, how how condoms uh, don't work and you're 10 times more likely to contract a certain disease or end up sterile or end up dead. And, you know, you're going off. I guess she was, like, slut-shaming and she was, like, really rude to women and, you know, basic... I mean, just really just being a horrible person. Like, they right. just found just a really horrible person and they gave them, I don't know, a couple hours to talk in front of a bunch of kids. And I remember when I was in high school, the assemblies were really light-hearted as I can recall. Like, they were all just kind of Hey, here's a comedian. Here's Jesse White's Tumblr. No, Jesse know, White's like,
3: tumblers like, are everywhere. Like they're all just the like, time. okay,
1: well, they're doing flips. Like that's awesome. Or we'd have like a pep assembly where it's like, hey guys, our basketball team's playing. Be sure to paint your face and be a goofball tonight or whatever. You know, like like that was the only. I don't remember a single moment where they're like, okay, we're gonna have the fucking buzz killington talk about fucking no sex for you you know like i don't remember that at all
3: this same speaker at one point says something like she can look anybody in the eye any girl in the eyes and by looking in her eyes she can see how promiscuous she'll be like this is not a person who should be allowed to speak to kids you know this is this is just it's it's so crazy
1: that's, it's not, so crazy. that's not her, her only talent, though. I know I from what I read, she could also cut a rooster's throat and through <laughs> the entrails tell your future. So, you know, I mean, she's got a lot of talents.
3: Well, like this woman says, like the, the girl, you know, from the high school, she says, West Virginia has the ninth highest teen pregnancy rate in the country. The ninth highest. And you're going to have an assembly which promotes like, the only thing that doesn't work. Yeah. Like, if, like seriously, if you're going to sit there and say, all right, what things work to help – like, pulling out is more effective than abstinence. Because hey. you might actually fucking do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, it's so true. You know, if, if you have an opportunity to have the sexy times and you're in high school, you're going to take the opportunity. You know, you just need to know how to not get it. – it just seems like a great way to make sure your state remains backward. It is altogether right to discriminate against homosexual behavior. I'm arguing that it's time that we as conservatives, that we rehabilitate the word discriminate, that we reclaim it, that we dust it off, and that we use it, and that we use it unapologetically. And I believe we need to begin to say, look, it is altogether right for a rational culture to discriminate against homosexual behavior. This story is from addictinginfo.org. Homophobic lawmakers attempt to make sodomy and oral sex illegal fails miserably. And boy, does he look upset by it. (laughs) It's so great. So fucking Captain Crazy decides that he's going to try to reinstate Virginia's crimes against nature's law. Nature law. Nature's nature. How many nature's? Um, All of the natures. All of the natures belong to us, (laughs) (laughs) which would effectively criminalize oral and anal sex. This guy is trying to outlaw (laughs) blowjobs. What are you doing? Nobody's going to vote for you. Nobody is going to vote. Nobody is going to be like, (laughs) I can't even say, nobody's going for this. I, it is I, inconceivable that anybody's like, hmm. I do hate oral sex.
1: <laughs> you know it's so funny. This guy's name is Ken Cuccinelli. Um, this guy uh is is awesome. I love the idea that you're gonna be like, Oh, you know what we're gonna do is we're just gonna we're just gonna outlaw oral sex and you're like, there's there's some people out there, you know certainly some women, who the only way they can orgasm is oral sex. Like, that's it. Like, they don't get any other orgasm. You're just like, and how the fuck do you police that shit? I know. Like, Like, what do you, you walk in in the morning to work, and every day they have to swab your mouth? (laughs) You know, like, what? I I don't understand. How the fuck do they handle that shit? Oh, we found a pubic hair in your teeth there, buddy. You're going to jail. (laughs) It's like they got a breathalyzer
3: test, but you're not allowed yeah. to blow.
1: It's the <laughs> We want you to blow at it, not on it. It's a it's a reverse breathalyzer. Yeah. <laughs> there's no glory holes in that state. That's there's, all I'm
3: saying. There's no glory in that state. That's all. And I love that the Supreme Court, they wouldn't even they wouldn't even pick it up. They're just like, yeah. No. What what? Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Because everybody wants, like everybody wants oral sex. Like, everybody right. wants. There's nobody who's like, eh, pass.
1: <laughs> no, nope. uh, the the anal sex part is funny too. There's a there's a meme that goes around, and somebody was like, it's like somebody put uh, a question, like, what would you ask God? And underneath, somebody had written, why is my G spot up my ass? <laughs> <laughs> And you gotta think, you know, like that's the other <laughs> thing about anal sex too. It's like, yeah, well, you know, there's some. It's fulfilling a function, bro. You right. know, and it's like it's not only homosexuals that give blowjobs and fuck people in the ass. You, you know, know, there's fucking girls out there that peg dudes. It, it, you know, who?
3: Why? Why are we really in 2013 gonna be like, whoa? We gotta make sure people in the bedroom. Do the thing, cause my wife won't do either of these things. My so, wife will
1: not fuck me with a strap on, <laughs> and I'm very frustrated. I've gotta make I'm that shit in. Very
3: the, frustrated about it. The only way for me to feel better about this is to make it illegal for everybody. That way all the guys are getting together and we're all talking, and
1: I can say that's illegal, guys! <laughs> she won't let me she won't let me you. go down on the strap-on, and she won't fuck me in the ass <laughs> with the strap-on. <laughs> The worst sexual experience ever. God,
3: this is a sour grape motherfucker, right?
1: Yes, <laughs> You sour puss motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> it's fucking Debbie Downer. Like, every time he introduces a bill, it should just be like, wah, 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 wah,
3: He stands up like, oh, <laughs> not, not him again. this fucking guy again. What are you going to make illegal, smiling next? <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> <laughs> No more ice cream, Mr. Monday. <laughs>
3: I now propose we take all the roast beasts from the Who's in Whoville. Like, what the
1: fuck? (laughs) Your heart is two sizes too small. Oh, man, it's fucking green eggs and ham day, man. (laughs) So we're going to take a quick break and give you some information on how to contact us, and we're going to lie to you and say that we post to Google+, and we'll be back in a few minutes and uh, (laughs) do the rest of the show.
0: Want to contact Cognitive Dissonance? Visit them on Facebook. You can find the link at the website dissonancepod.com or type it in the Facebook search bar. Be sure to follow the guys on Twitter. Their handle is at dissonance underscore pod. The guys also post to Google Plus now too, so check them out there. And if you'd like to email them, you can do so at dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. You can also leave a comment on the blog at their webpage or give them a call at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828 Long distance rates apply And to everyone who listens, shares, retweets, or rates the show Cognitive Dissonance would like to cordially thank you for all of your fucking support
3: So Cecil, this story is from The Telegraph Uh, Teenager exposes India's one-month wives sex tourism Um... So this this shit is crazy. 17-year-old girls exposed the scale of Islamic sex tourism in India where Muslim men from the Middle East and Africa are buying one-month wives for sex. So, you know, obviously the Muslim religion forbids prostitution. But you can have a lot of wives. And then you can divorce your wives. So the way around that is to get a temporary wife. Like a temporary tattoo that you can fuck. I <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even make any sense. I know. <laughs> so campaigners for Muslim women's rights said short-term contract marriages um, are basically what, what they're using to assuage their religious guilt. They're illegal. They're supposedly forbidden, but they're still doing it, which is the part of the story that's kind of baffling. It's like, it's illegal. Okay, so it doesn't circumvent the legal function. It's forbidden in Islam. It doesn't circumvent the technicalities of your religious function.
1: So, why don't you just get a prostitute? I don't know. Well, maybe it wants, I mean, maybe they're just, because that's a lot of money to pay for a prostitute. What is that, 1,200 little L's? 1,200, yeah. (laughs) 1,200, what is that? I don't even know what that is. Bitcoins. It's 1,200 Bitcoins. bitcoins. Well, that's that. That's a lot less now than it was a couple weeks ago. Right. It's or definitely, eleven a, sticks of big red.
4: Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs>
1: it's twelve hundred gold shillings. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, but it's it's funny we didn't get busted on that shillings count. I know. Last week. Nothing, I totally nothing. thought somebody was gonna. I made mean, go a penny joke and nothing. I know nobody even said anything. Um, but it's twelve hundred pounds. I guess is what he paid for it, which came out to be a hundred thousand rupees, which is around twelve hundred pounds, and. Uh, which is, you know, what is that twenty four hundred plus dollars, something like that? Isn't it two bucks a pound or something like that? I don't know. I think the
3: exchange rate's not very good for us right now, so I think it's more money than it's worth. Okay. That's, I think, exactly what it translates to. Yeah, more money than it's worth. More money. Than <laughs> it's, it's, it's like
1: three k for a prostitute for a month. That seems like a lot of money. I mean, the idea here is that he buys the woman for a month, and then has to persuade her to have sex, though? Like, instead of, like, having a willing participant who's totally willing to trade the dollars for the puss, he's like, well, you know what? I'm going to go out and get this girl who's young, evidently. That's the other thing. She's very young because she's not 18. I don't know how old she is because I couldn't see it in this article, but um, she's not 18 yet. So he's trying to persuade her to have sex and then, that she won't, and then her family's like trying to turn her out. Right,
3: right. Because it's all about it's all about exploiting the 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 poor. I mean, that's really what this is this is about. It's about exploiting uh, the poverty stricken families um, to to turn their girls into short term brides, long term prostitutes. It's like, it, but the whole bride thing is just sort of baffling. It's sort of I do, I don't understand what the point of this unnecessarily complicated relationship is. <laughs> it just
1: seems so convoluted just to get your rocks off. Just this is why, I mean,
3: tr- truthfully, this and a hundred other reasons is why we, we need to everybody collectively as a, as a globe, we need to recognize that physical acts will always be traded for resources. You know, whether that physical act is, I'll pick up a heavy thing and move it for you or I'll have sex with you. You know, people are going to trade what they can do with their body for resources, for money, for whatever. And we need to we need to take this shit out of the black market so that people like this aren't exploited. So you don't have these ridiculous purchasing a girl. I mean, it's really what you're doing. You're renting a girl for a month while her family fucking pimps her out. So you can fuck them while you're in town. Like, that's what this shit's about. This this story in here is about a Sudanese executive who comes and gets like three teenage girls and like marries all of them for a month. So it's clear like he's like, I'm in India for a while in business. I'm going to get myself some short term wives. I mean, if if prostitution were just legalized and regulated. It's safer for everybody, and it's less insane. It's just less insane. It's just than like this. drugs.
1: I mean, it's just like right. the drugs, right? You you take the things off the black market, then suddenly there's no profit to be made by the people who are going to exploit other people. You exactly. Know, you you suddenly take away that you know that profit margin that that people put in. And 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 it's gone. And now it's okay. Well, now you want to you want to have sex with somebody? Okay, fine. Well, it's perfectly legal to to pay for sex, and then they have then they have a say, and they have protections, and they have someone they can go to when something goes wrong. You know what I mean? Like it just makes good sense. Uh, I I totally agree with you. I think you know like there's no way we're gonna stop prostitution. It's not like we're gonna be like no. Well, we're done with that. So we've moved past it as a society. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. So it's silly to even say it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we're done. We're done with that. Now just, people won't want to do that
1: anymore. Yeah, no, the people are going to want to do it, and, and we just need to make sure that that there's safeguards for the people who do do it. I mean, there's plenty of people in other countries. There's other countries. There's places in our country currently where you can have sex for dollars. Like that's sure. A, I you go somewhere. I can go somewhere. I can get on a plane can't do it in our state but you could do it in I'm, I I don't know other states I know Vegas for sure uh, not Vegas Nevada, but Nevada for sure yeah outside um, of Vegas I think and then uh, maybe somewhere else in the United States I don't know but um but Nevada for sure you can go be like well time to go get a you know bang away on the old drum for a couple hundred bucks 300 500 bucks whatever it costs mm, get a chance to do it this guy could easily do it he's paying a lot more than that I, and the world doesn't stop spinning it's not like you go to Nevada and it's like a lawless
3: land of chaos and wilderness. Like it's not like it's just like a, a, a cesspool of danger and vileness in Nevada because there's certain counties that have legalized prostitution. That's how it works. It didn't make things worse. Like the world did not rip itself asunder. Yeah. Because of that. So. Yeah, this article was just sort of bafflingly convoluted and bizarre.
1: The religious right that I was part of is fundamentally anti-American. They hate this country. They wrap themselves in the flag, but they hate America as it is.
3: This story is from (laughs) thinkprogress.org. Congressman says bombings reveal danger of immigration bill because radical Islamists are trained to act Hispanic. This article I want to point out uh, came out on April the 17th. The bombings were like three days ago, and this guy's already using them to make political hay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's crazy. You know, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, there was a bombing at the end of the Boston Marathon. Uh, three people were killed. Dozens were injured in the bombing. They don't know who did it. This guy is talking about immigration reform. Relative to this, and specifically saying that Islamists are trained to act Hispanic? Hispanic's not even a real thing. It was made up by the Census Bureau. <laughs> it's not like a nationality. Oh, where are you from? I am from the great nation of Hispania. <laughs> Hispania. What are you talking about? They're trained to... What does being trained to act Hispanic mean? Can you imagine being like... Act more Hispanic. Uh, what does that mean? Am I Mexican, Northern Mexican, Southern Mexican, Ecuadorian, Argentinian? Am I from – what does it even fucking mean? It's like, act Hispanic. <laughs> this
1: is a crazy thing to say. What I see is like a bunch of people in turbans standing right on the <laughs> Mexican border. And they see the border patrol come by and he's like, Quick, act Hispanic! And then they all kind of like, <laughs> what they do is they immediately take their turbans and lower them a little bit on their eyes. Act Hispanic. What does that mean? Should we work very hard? Yeah. <laughs> Should we? <laughs> this, is, uh, this is the same guy, that Gomert guy, um, that we were talking about earlier. And this is, again, he's trying to glue shit together that doesn't even... Fit together. Right. He's using a tragedy. First off, there's no real evidence at all that this is uh, any sort of uh, sort of attack from any other force at all. We don't know who it is. We have no idea at this point who has done anything. Right. Um, they had a supposedly had a suspect in today custody in today, and then I found out that that was, you know, because we are in this 24 hour news cycle. So the moment somebody hears something, it immediately becomes fact. Exactly. And then I know. when they find out that they were wrong, it immediately, they have to retract it. And this is when all the conspiracy fucktards come up and they're like, oh, well, they said they had somebody and then they said they didn't. And they don't blame it on bad reporting. They just think automatically whatever is reported is fact. Um, and, you know, that, that the problem is, is this guy, what this guy's doing is he's basically saying, we had this tragedy in the country. It's obviously someone who is... Uh, who's Islamic, right, somebody who is uh, a Muslim because he's talking about radical uh, Islamists trying to act Hispanic. And then he's going to loop them in to the immigration debate that's currently going on where we're deporting – citizens of the United States and illegal uh, uh, immigrants into the United States were deporting them out. He's trying to link that in so that if there's any immigration reform, this sort of thing gets brought up. This is sort of what we're talking about. He's trying to scare the American people into thinking, oh, well, what we really need is good immigration reform, because if we do, then bombings like this won't happen. Well, you're not even connecting the dots correctly. They just, there's nothing there. And he says here, I want to quote because I just thought this was hilarious. <laughs> he says, and I think this is just a typo, right, but I think it's funny he says finally, the Israeli people said uh, this is enough. they built a fence, and the rest of the rest <laughs> is a wall to prevent the snipers from telling their kids <laughs> and I'm so like, what, what are they telling your kids? bang you're dead like what are they saying <laughs> i don't I wonder what they're telling
3: the kids the kid i i it's funny because you, you I was going to read the same thing it, may, it reminds me of like kids like walking up to these snipers. The sniper's like, shh, get, get out of here. I'm sniping. <laughs> like,
1: Don't you dang. tell that to my kid.
3: Hey, I got it like they're pulling on the sniper, sniper's uh, sleeve. You know, like, hey, do you want to get some candy? Bar? I'm busy sniping here. Quiet. <laughs> Very get busy. Back to your, can't you see I'm sniping? The You know, he also said that uh, he was worried about people entering the country illegally or posing. Posing? as undocumented Hispanic immigrants because they could carry out copycat things. Copycat things. (laughs) And who would pose as... Who would pretend to be an undocumented Hispanic immigrant? If I were going to pretend to be something to carry out a copycat thing, I would pretend to be documented. I'd pretend to be American. while, While I'm pretending... I'm going to pretend to be a tiger. That's yeah. what I'm going to pretend <laughs> Like, if you just pretend to be anything, they're just they're posing as an. Why would you pose as undocumented? My cover is as an undocumented worker. What? Why wouldn't your cover be as a documented worker? <laughs> it's a better
1: it cover. It seems like it would be a better cover. It was a terrible cover. Yeah. And then he says,
3: like, we know Al Qaeda has camps on the Mexican border. Well, fucking nobody else knows that. <laughs>
1: You just made that up. Uh, what are you talking about? Quick, tell the FBI because this is the first anyone is hearing is of it. Like, the, like
3: people are sitting up like, we do? Fuck, what? Yeah. Somebody should get rid of those. Why are uh. they there? Well, we know they're there because I just said it out loud. And, they, and the last thing is, he, the, the thing that kills me too is he says, you have to understand that we want America to continue to be a haven for people that want to live free. And then I, 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 I sort of can't help but finish that sentence for him, unless you're brown. Unless
1: you're brown. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. I it's mean, like, because he's we- basically saying, no, nope, like we're only Caucasian people, only white folk are the ones who are allowed to live free in this country, in this world.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. We want it to be a haven for people, people like me.
1: Yeah.
4: Lucifer ran this world and that
2: uh, is exactly correct
4: and that is what they're seeking to bring back in the last days that is the world government that is the last beast that is the fourth beast that is coming it is a resurrection of the pre-flood Luciferian government and and these the Illuminati is the bloodline uh, that exists today with the assignment to bring about the resurrection of this pre-flood Luciferian government
2: And that's exactly what they're doing now, the New World Order. Uh, So the head of the New World Order, there's many organizations, but the head of it is the Illuminati. You're born into the Illuminati. So if you hear these people who claim, well, I joined the Illuminati and blah, 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 well, they're lying. That's just not true. They have delusions of grandeur.
4: Uh, Hey, we're down to about 20 seconds. Do you think Barack Hussein Obama is part of the bloodline?
2: Uh, No, he's not. Uh, I've asked specifically. He is called the forerunner of the Antichrist. Uh, So, uh, But Hillary is in the Illuminati.
3: This is also from Right Wing Watch. Fucking what? Rick Wiles wonders if Obama is in the Illuminati, learns that he's the forerunner of the Antichrist. Rick Wiles is of True News... Which is great because it is not true at all. Um, and he hosted Dr. Preston Bailey of the Spiritual Warfare Center <laughs> to discuss how the New World Order is trying to restore the Luciferian government that existed Luciferian. before
1: Luciferian? Noah- Luciferian's not
3: a word!
1: I gotta keep reading that
3: ...that existed before Noah's Flood and will accelerate the end times uh okay Um, he gets he says that he doesn't believe that obama's literally a demon of the illuminati bloodline um because you have to be born into the illuminati right no that's That's, true he's very clear about
5: that you can't just
3: join the illuminati you know you don't like run out to jc penny and get illuminati only members jacket you know you, they, get, you,
5: you
1: know they might let you into one function with that but certainly not all of them th- you can go to the pancake breakfast yeah absolutely no they have that every week at the illuminati lodge <laughs> the illuminati lodge <laughs> the illuminati fish fry is spectacular it's it's really good they wear all their big illuminati hats they're like pyramids with three eyes <laughs> <laughs>
3: they're all made out of dollar bills. Dollar bills. <laughs> a lot of dollar bills though cuz i mean you
1: got to put it all in the hat thing. No, it's,
3: it's just tiny dollar, tiny
1: little hats. Oh, they're really small. <laughs> like origami full right and they together. meditate right above They sort of just levitate right above their heads. They just sort of bob up and down. Yeah, those those illuminati, that's a bitch, that illuminati. <laughs> that, that man, it's I didn't realize that they were so exclusive of a group. No. Well, you know, you got to be born into it. And he he does say – he says um – this is this Bailey guy, and this is the clip we just listened to. It says, You're born into the Illuminati. So if you hear those people who claim, Well, I just joined the Illuminati and blah, 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 <laughs> well, they're lying. And that's not true. They have to lose just the grandeur. And then the Wick, Wick Wiles, of course, says, <laughs> Do you think Barack Hussein Obama is part of the bloodline? And he says, No. No, he's not. I've asked specifically. He's what they call the forerunner of the Antichrist. And I couldn't help but thinking if Barack Obama, Hussein Obama, if you will, had long dreads and was from Jamaica, he could be the cool runner of the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> Can you bobsled in hell, mon? Can you bobsled in hell?
3: He finishes this. Um, but Hillary is in the Illuminati.
1: What? Is. Yeah. what? Do you have
3: their fucking roster? How do you know who's in the Illuminati? We, Colleen, I, I was talking to my wife about this, and she's like, "What is the Illuminati?" I'm like, "It's something crazy people make up." Yeah, <laughs> it's it's New World Order nuts. Like the New World Order nuts are a special kind of crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and and you, you're like, well, there's not a New World Order yet. Have you guys not noticed that? That we're still. A world of disparate nations yeah, with competing really goals. we're still really fucking
1: fractured,
3: you we're, know? We are so far from a new world order. It's, yeah. it I mean, we're actually further than we were 20 years ago. You know, like 20 years ago, the world was getting along a little better than it is now. We're getting along pretty poorly at the moment. I don't know if they've noticed. The Koreas can't even get along.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Like
3: it's not even a new peninsula order.
1: Yeah. At this yeah. point, I like uh, I like that Hillary Clinton though is part of the Illuminati. I oh. wonder is Bill part of the Illuminati by marriage? Then, like, I, how does that do work? do you get in? He's just like, yeah, I just I just crash the meetings for some Illuminati <laughs> chicks. That's all I do. I just try to go out and try to bang as many Illuminati chicks as I can. <laughs> they light up when you fuck them. <laughs>
0: Uh, I love the little hats they
1: wear.
3: <laughs> uh, take them off their head and put them on their nipples, watch them bounce around.
1: <laughs> they make great cigar holders. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth.
3: You
2: can't handle the truth.
3: So, this story is from Emirates247.com, and this is courtesy of one of our listeners, I believe, Stu. Yeah, I believe Stu sent this to us. Which doctor to die for beheading boy? Which doctor who beheaded an 11-year-old boy and offered the head as a sacrifice to a goddess to improve his fortune has been sentenced to death. And all I can think is, well it didn't work. <laughs> like wouldn't it? I mean like you got to be like eggs on your face now. You Cut off that kid's head for nothing, <laughs> just
1: for nothing. <laughs> Your fortunes have not improved. You know, he probably would have had better luck cutting off the head of a goblin for luck. They should have. You they know, should have, I mean, found a At least they're filled with coins.
3: <laughs> you shake them upside down and get all the coins, or they blow up and they're full of coins, or they're coin, coin creating goblins or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the coin
1: crab. Yeah, man. They're Isn't just, that what they did? Look, they're the fortune goblins, and that's. that's I think right. that you know, like, really, what you need. Is more goblins and less children getting beheaded? Because I'm for the goblin beheading. It is hard to get behind the children. Beheading. You know, I mean, I, you know, on occasion I'm behind the children beheading. It just depends on the child, really. But, <laughs> but you know, the, the the children beheading is a little more off putting. I think. Yeah, it, it it
3: does take a certain stomach to tolerate cutting the head off an 11 year old. When I when I was this reminds me of when I was a little kid. When I was a kid, um. Did you, did you used to buy the stuff like the capsule toys with a quarter, Cecil, like they had at the, you know, uh, grocery store like and the, whatever? So you turn,
1: the, it's like a gumball machine? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They,
3: you know, there was one near where I lived when I was a kid that had uh, rabbit's feet on a keychain, And I remember thinking, I remember telling my dad I wanted like a quarter or 50 cents or $25 or whatever it cost. You know, and asked him, you know, what do you want in it? He said, well, I want to get one of these lucky rabbit's feet. And he asked me why. And I said, well, I, I want good luck. And I was a little kid. And he looked at me. and He's like, well, wasn't so lucky for the rabbit. And you look at this and it's like, well, how are you going to cut off somebody's head for good luck?
0: Maybe it he was died of old age,
3: Dad. <laughs> it was attached to the kid and it wasn't good luck. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and where do you hang the little key chain? Uh, it's like he goes to uh,
1: goes to start his car. He's got the fucking skull bouncing against his knee the whole time. No, I think this is one of those things you hang from the rearview mirror. It's like a garter. You know what I mean? Like you catch the garter at the wedding. You hang that from the rearview mirror. You cut the kid's head off. You hang it from the rearview mirror.
3: Does it have to? Um, do you have to shrink it first. You could also you go, mount
1: it on the hood of your car too.
3: See, that's why they get the kids' skulls, so they don't have to go through the effort of shrinking them. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, I know it's it's like pre it's a pre shrunk skull, <laughs> pre shrunk. And I don't know that we have to say this again, but really, you know, let's fucking erase the magical worldview from people, Right. so that people aren't fucking, uh, I don't know, dabbling in human sacrifice anymore. Yeah,
3: <laughs> it's not really dabbling when you just come out and do it. Either. I guess it's like true. you've gone full. I guess,
1: you know you've gone full retard at that point. <laughs>
3: You've taken your hobby all the way. Yeah, you know you're like, uh ah. And there has to be that day where you hadn't cut off some kid's head, and then you woke up and you're like, ma, man, I just can't get a break. I something. I need something to turn my world around. Where can I find an 11 year old boy to cut his fucking head off?
1: I don't even know that gets through all the processing that goes through in your brain. <laughs> now, Tom, before we end this. Can you try to pronounce the place where this happened? All
3: right, Cecil, I'm giving this hell here. Chat ch- uh, ch- his girl. No, 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 that was fake. I, was, you I wasn't I even trying. You were close. Chat his girl. <laughs> Chat his girl? Gar. What
1: the fuck? Buy a fucking vowel, Pat Sage. Chat
3: ch- his gar.
1: There's two H's in a row!
3: <laughs> yeah, because that's how you that's the only way you can pronounce chha.
1: The fuck do you have two H's in a t- row? T- it's, it's for the ch <laughs> sound. There's no fucking ch-ch <laughs> sound. Not unless I you're spitting something up.
3: Chkha is car. That's pretty that's close.
1: <laughs> that's as good as I can
3: get. It's like I'm teaching the the, the the kiddo to read and his school tells him like chop it out, like it's a new way of saying like sound it out, you know, like chop it into pieces. Ch Hat Tizgar. <laughs> that's what that's that's yeah. why you cut kids' heads off. Because yeah. you live in Chahatisgar. Well
1: they had to chop it out. So we got a ton of voicemail this time. We can't actually play it all. We got voicemails and uh and people who sent in recordings and we can't play it all. There was so much good stuff. Um but what we've gotta do is we've got to play all the contest entries, and then we're going to play all the fast, sort of quick uh, email or voicemails that we got. Um, anything that was fast, we normally play. So if it's nice and fast and you keep it short, Tom and I almost always play it. So we're going to play you just a ton of stuff in a row here.
0: Hi, guys. Um, my name's Tamika. I have called the show once before about the stupid church signs, but I forgot to say my name, so I'm saying it now. Um, I just had a quick question for you guys. You guys have, such, you do such a great job interviewing people and you have such a great dynamic and the conversations are always interesting. I especially love when you guys talk to that guy from Merseyside um, Skeptics. Would you guys ever interview someone like Richard Dawkins or Daniel Dennett um, or Sam Harris at all? Like, would they, you guys, like, reached out to them? Like, they would, would they would be interested in doing the show? Because If so, it would be really great to hear one of those episodes. Um, okay, thank you guys. Love the show. Bye.
5: Hi, this is Danny from Milwaukee. Uh, just wanted to say with all the enthusiasm that I can muster, glory hole. Oh. Thanks. Bye.
2: Cecil, Tom, this is Brian
3: in Finland. You know, um, I used to like you guys, and I was gonna say glory hole, glory hole, glory hole, but I am incredibly offended by your outlook on one of the greatest beverages ever known to exist, and that is eggnog. For your utter hatred, I'm going to have to, I don't know, stop listening to you guys or something. Or, maybe i want to pay someone to follow you around a Tam with a glass of eggnog, trying to get you to drink it. Maybe that's going to be the way it goes. So, I hate your mothers too, because you don't like eggnog. That's just how it is. Sorry, guys. Maybe a glory hole, maybe no glory
5: hole. Laters.
2: Glory hole, guys. Um, I am an atheist in Arkansas. Go figure. I just wanted to uh, call and say great job, love the podcast, listen every week. Um, I love that we agree on most things
4: and disagree on some. It's a awful conversation. Anyways, keep it up, guys. Love it.
2: Uh, this is Brian from Philly. Uh, uh, I just wanted to make an observation and, uh, talk about the,
5: uh, a bit of a suggestion. First, uh, glory hole, and, uh, the observation is, glory hole, it's kind of funny that
2: the word that you have to say, you know, I love your show and all that, uh, implies anonymous cocksucking. Just wanted to put that out there.
1: Next, uh... I wanted to say, if, if you guys are looking for some particularly silly shit, look up Korean
4: fan death. Anyway, that's, that's just it. Talk to you later.
5: Well, hey diddly do, guys. My name is Ben Hammond Young. As an infant, I was a foundling and lone survivor of a home invasion and gangland massacre. My adoptive father was just finishing his mission to the greater Los Angeles area when the sweet love of white Aryan baby Jesus brought us together. My father delivered me onto his rural Idaho farm where I was homeschooled and raised as a member of his family. I had a normal Mormon upbringing, but at the age of 16, I felt a deep burning in my bosom that led me to a cache buried in the floor of our barn. There, I found a Betamax copy of Airplane. Upon viewing this film, in secret mind you, (laughs) not only did I discover two swarthy gentlemen passengers who looked just like me but by using barbara billingsley as latter-day rosetta stone i was able to learn the language of my long lost people and discover my lost roots tom cecil i am tyrone l and i speak jive now Allow me to translate the Muslim call to prayer to the language of my people. <clears throat> me, 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 Jive translation, Muslim call to prayer. <clears throat> me, me, me. Oh. Allah, Akbar. Gotta holla, ain't no thing but the king. I testify, Jack. Brother Mo spit that shit. Served up some verbal pimping like Tony Montana. Now, on y'all knees to please and get your reals copacetic. Time-wise now to bust a move on the butter side. I la poop. I Cause ain't no capping from Big Al Maximus. Give it up, y'all. Shit. Hello, Tom and Cecil. It has been a while since you have used me in your show and I just wanted to say that I missed you. It's me, the Google Translate lady. I just
0: wanted to say glory motherfucking whole baby. I had a funny joke for you guys. Okay, here it goes. Why did the priest like 29-year-olds
5: so much? Because there were 20 of them. ha ha hey hey, he Ha! he hey, Ha! Ha! hey, Ha! hey, I know what you're thinking. I am funnier than a dressed up like a rabbi. Anyways, I was hoping to enter the contest for the Muslim call to prayer. So here it goes. I hope you are ready. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu hey. Akbar. No one will allow, no one will allow, no one will allow, no
2: one will allow, no one will allow, no one will allow, no one will allow, no one it's a little hard to understand what he's saying, but I think I've, I think I've got it uh, translated. Um,
5: so here we go. My call to prayer. A long snack bar, a long snack
4: bar, a long snack bar. Yeah. Anyway, I thought you guys were going
2: to kick out of that. Name's Ryan in Maryland. Catch you later. Goodbye. Oh, No,
4: no, 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 no. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. la Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Allahu alegría Allahu
0: I want that shirt. I want that shirt. I
5: want
0: that shirt. Preferably black women's shirt in large because I'm kind of a fat ass, but it's okay if it's men's I'll just use it as a painting smol.
1: So first we want to talk about, uh, Ben, the black Mormon who translated the call to prayer to jive, Tom. I thought that was a very well done call to prayer.
3: That shit was fucking beautiful. (laughs) That shit was beautiful.
1: Yeah. The Google translate.
3: Food don't get no help. (laughs) That's awesome.
1: (laughs) The Google translate was very good when Google translate called us on the phone. Thought that was very funny. Um, we were puzzled and laughed about Chewbacca, we think, calling that us. Great. We're not sure what that gargling was. Maybe it's a call to prayer from the other side of the glory hole. I don't know. <laughs> but um, Maybe it's someone drinking eggnog. you well, know? That Who would knows? be
3: a sound you would make yeah, if one were forced like to consume. sounds like someone
1: drowning in eggs and liquor. So we got a call from uh, Brian from Philly. Uh, who who wanted to make sure that uh, that he that he pointed out that glory hole is a uh, is a term of endearment for anonymous cock sucking and i think tom and i agree that this really does fit our show and it's not just cock sucking it's getting your cock sucked too anonymously it, whatever floats your boat look that's you all know. i'm saying you know there's, there's two parties I'm not here involved to judge. there's two parties involved and you know i think really what what it really comes down to is anonymous gratification that's that is the essence of the internet. It's the essence of this show too. Right, so.
3: <laughs> which you can find on the internet.
1: Yeah. So, uh, so uh, thank you, Brian from Philly. Brian from Finland was very upset about our our talk about that disgusting, nasty fluid eggnog. And if you're missing out, uh, what the eggnog is at the end of last show. After the Skeptic's Creed, there was a bit that we did that we just that just didn't fit in the show anywhere where Tom and I just ranted about eggnog for five <laughs> minutes. So if you missed it, it's last week. It's after the Skeptic's Creed. Um, but it uh, is as
3: you called it earlier today, Cecil, an Easter eggnog.
1: An Easter eggnog. Correct. I yeah. So it it's great. in the it's in the ass end of the last show. So if you're not sure what we're talking about, that's where it's from. And on occasion, I'll put those in. Um, we 'll just have a funny bit that didn 't fit in the show or was a blooper or something and i 'll keep it and i 'll throw it in at the end of the show um because it 's funny it just doesn 't fit uh, so he was he 's very mad though because we we expressed our dislike for eggnog, and when we go to finland i 'm um, sure Brian will throw eggs and liquor at us uh, yeah when we go to finland yeah when when I go to finland i 'll let you know brian yeah. um, and also yeah, you sound like you're from Finland, bro. Um, <laughs> uh, atheist, send atheist, me an aurora borealis, and then yeah, believe yeah you. send me a package aurora borealis. Um, we got a, a comment uh, from an atheist in Arkansas who agrees with us sometimes and doesn't agree with us other times. Um, I kind of wonder what they don't agree with us on, but <laughs> I can certainly say something about the South right now. But I'm not gonna. No, thanks for listening, and we're yeah, happy that there's awesome. that there's more uh, atheists in Arkansas. Um, we want to thank Shamika for calling in. We think it's Shamika. Kind of garbled when she said her name. We want to thank Ryan from Maryland for calling in, and Danny from Milwaukee for calling in. We also got two contest, contest entries that you heard. The one that has the uh the Macarena part. Uh, that was from Meva, and the one that had Frankie Valley, that one was from Declan. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Declan from, I think he's from Scotland. I don't know. It was in an email. We also got a, a got a, a contest entry from Hannah there too. Um, Hannah did her uh, rendition of the call to prayer as well. But we want to thank everybody for who sent stuff in. We got a bunch of iTunes ratings, and we're very happy whenever anybody rates us on iTunes. So remember that uh, if you rate us on iTunes, it actually boosts our level. Normally, people more people see us. So if you haven't rated us on iTunes and you like the show, um, please rate us. If you don't like the show... Um then how'd you make it to the end? I don't know. How you really, you really have some stick to itiveness to stay all the way to the end and listen to a show you don't like. Man, um, listen
3: to an hour then that, and it didn't get any better. Yeah, it never got any better,
1: man. But uh, but but we want to thank everybody who rates us because that's just uh, we just think that that's awesome. We also want to uh, want to thank uh, Paul Alexander who gave us uh, some haunted money. Tracy and Danny, thank you all for your generosity in spending your hard-earned dollars on us and helping send us the tam and helping the podcast continue. We appreciate all your generous donations and uh we can't say enough about that. We really do appreciate everybody who who gives us uh any kind of money and uh and to keep make sure that the show keeps going. So thank you very much. Very kind. Thank you. We want to thank John. I'm going to put for uh, one of the images this week I'm going to put John's Um, This is John from Google Plus who's mad at us because we don't post to Google Plus as much anymore.
3: (laughs) That's my fault, John. Um, I'm sorry. Google Plus is just a pain in the ass to post to. Um, So if I'm working at work or just feeling particularly lazy, which is likely, it just doesn't happen.
1: Um, John posted a Bear Grylls-type Muhammad meme, and we're going to put that on on this show this time. So if you want to find it, go to dissonancepod.com, and for this episode, it'll be the image uh, selected for this episode. We got three rapid succession emails from Cecilia who wanted to tell us um, not only are there hot, uh, like, I guess, bodyguards at the municipal pool in Spain— that are uh that are young twenty year old males, but also that uh that she hasn't found an atheist podcast that she likes, and she wanted to uh to gloat about how awesome Argentina was, I guess that they have marriage equality, and they're the first country in the continent uh to do that, and they're also uh, have state funded sex change operations so ooh look at me i'm argentino oh. i I'm, I'm so I consider progressive. getting
3: one just because it's
1: free I know man we want you know? can you get it reversed? <laughs> you just be like, yeah. Just like go in every third week and get your vasectomy reversed. You yes, know? I was going to say it's like Michael <laughs> Scott yeah, get his vasectomy reversed. Tom, uh, we got some uh, some advice about eggnog from uh, from uh, Jonathan.
3: Jonathan's advice for eggnog is pretty classic. He basically suggests removing all the uh, cream and whatnot, <laughs> which I think is great. Yeah. Replacing it with ice. And then pouring the whiskey on the ice. Yeah. As
1: long as it's in a punch cup is his assertion. Yeah. No, I think that's right. I like that. Yeah. I think I think while I'm in Vegas, I will be imbibing a lot of eggnog. Yeah. <laughs> as, <laughs> as long as it's that kind of eggnog, I'll be fine. Um, we got an email from Simon who says that uh, that he was just listening to our latest episode on the train through Tokyo and someone saying they were the only listener in Japan and had to say that you actually have two. Listeners in Japan, so if there's a meetup, they won't be sitting in the bar alone. Um, so there is more than one listener in Japan. It's amazing. Actually, we have uh, like two or three ratings over there, too. Yeah, that's kind of shocking
3: to me, yeah. actually. That's awesome.
1: Uh, Chris from the Doubtcast emailed us and also uh, was talking about Eggnog, too. And, uh, and how disgusting it is He says Just this last Christmas The wife and I Decided to make eggnog Which turned out to be The worst decision ever Neither of us Had had it before And the moment In a moment of poor judgment And a, t- a little too many Drinks in us Decided to make it It was the most Disgusting food drink ever <laughs> She had three sips I stomached down uh, The top portion Which had all the spices Before dumping The thick egg-like soup Down the drain oh. Rarely would I disregard it an alcohol, disregard an alcoholic beverage, but it was terrible. Holy fuck, are you absolutely one million percent God. correct? Eggnog is a fucking abomination. It's just the worst thing. <laughs> it's the worst thing, thing ever. Ugh. You know, and, it, and the thing is, is like, I think it's the nog. I think the problem is, is that they fucking, they they spike it, and it just, it it's this egg mixed with this. The oh, fuck. Like, like liquor flavor. And, you know, the other thing, too, that is absolutely disgusting is in the States, and I have no idea if they do this in other places, but around Christmas time, they sell that shit in cartons. I know and it's the most manufactured garbage tasting shit you've ever had in your life. So maybe making it on your own although Chris no. disagrees that no. it's a it's a bad idea. Cecil no maybe no, maybe I there's something you. there no but I' don't, no. getting it out of a carton how dare you, sir?
3: How dare you? at least if you have it in a carton. And the carton is sealed. And the carton is (laughs) detonated by a bomb squad. And the carton is
1: put in one of those holes where they put toxic (laughs) waste. It can be rendered safe in a carton. Yeah, it's like the only way to make sure it's safe is under 20, like 20 cubic feet of water. And you've got to make sure that it's in a concrete bunker, you know.
3: Look, when the atomic bomb was first detonated, you know... And there's that famous quote, you know, the I I am the destroyer of worlds. Yeah. Same thing, more true when eggnog was created. More true. <laughs> I am the regurgitator
1: of worlds. <laughs> That's a reversal of fortune yeah. every time. We wanna we wanna talk to Harry. Harry uh, sent in a couple weeks ago and said that uh, that New Zealand was uh, was gonna vote on the marriage equality bill, and Harry was happy to announce to us today that. Um, and a bunch of other people too announced to us today that New Zealand did pass the marriage equality bill uh 77 uh military police voted in favor and seven, and 44 military police voted <laughs> military against. Military
3: police, I love
1: that. <laughs> we can't. Yeah, we don't have members of parliament over here. We have military police. That's uh, the that's the entire population by yeah. the way. That's the whole.
3: Everybody's an MP. <laughs> I
1: know. In New there's Zealand. like a bajillion MPs. Uh, but anyway, it uh, here's here's the here's the the lowdown on of it. It takes effect in mid August. It allows same sex and trans transgenders couple to marry couples to marry. Allows both people in a gay relationship to be recognized as a parent of an adopted child. Allows religious ministers to choose who they marry and and criticize gay marriage from the pulpit without breaching human rights, which is totally fucking cool. Fine. That's absolutely one million yeah. percent cool. I mean, it's not cool, but it's fucking fine, because um, nobody's going to listen to you anyway. Right. And people getting married will be able to choose whether they are called a bride, bridegroom, or partner. I think that's great. And also, Harry says that Harry's a girl, and I'm just telling you, Harry is not a girl's name. <laughs> I love that New Zealand passed, you
3: know, gay marriage equality. We can't even do background checks. No, we I'm can't. Just even, no, no, yeah, God,
1: no. Just come on now! Don't be ridiculous. I'm sorry. And uh, we want to talk about uh, Sean, who sent us an email. He says, uh, hello, boys, super wet, dripping glory hole. And he's like, also... Um, as an uptight, filthy gay male uh, that isn't, inter- isn't allowed to get married but is a legal domestic partnership, I cannot answer all the questions of your survey. You guys should let your hosting company know that not all your listeners are straight and some are domestic domestic partnered. Ask them to add it in the drop down as an option, and then I will answer your survey. Thank you, Sean, for letting us know. We will let them know as soon as we sign off tonight. We are sending them an email yep. message. So thank you, Sean, for that. I want to let people know that the new black shirt – The Ark shirt um, that says all of the animals uh, were harmed in the making of this story with all the cute little... Um, uh, animals on it, and the arc is going to be available in black. Hopefully this week, um, we're going to put it up on the website. It's going to be again the same pricing: thirty and thirty-five for women because it's an American Apparel shirt, and they've got a contour for the boobies. Please don't call us and tell us that you want thirty-five. <laughs> I'm bucks. sorry, we're not- sorry. That's that's a fucking, that's the cost of doing business with the boobies. I'm sorry, uh, but uh, but we are going to uh, put that hopefully up this week. I will post on a Facebook page and also tweet it. Um, um, so if you don't follow us in those ways, now would be the time if you're interested in getting a shirt. Uh, we would be happy to uh, to to sell some of these before we go to Tam, uh, and uh, and hopefully we'll see a few there. It'll be fun to see a that few. That would there. be awesome. Yeah, yeah. And each one of these shirts is a big donation to us. It's like twelve bucks. Um, I want to say it's like 12 bucks a shirt or something like that that goes directly to us. So it's a big chunk of change that goes straight to us, and it helps uh, helps our bottom line when it comes to TAM. So we want to thank everybody for donating and everybody for buying shirts. We do have winners in the Islamic Call to Prayer contest. And so Tom and I could not pick just one. We were so <laughs> – we liked so many of them. <laughs> um, but we could well, – We since we do not have unlimited funds, we are only going to – we're going to buy two shirts out of our own pocket. Tom's going to buy one. I'm going to buy one. And we're going to send them to two winners. And they're going to be the old school cognitive dissonance shirts. So you're going to get a regular cognitive dissonance shirt. Um, but the very first winner is the first one who called in, Eden Prime. We're going to send you the white extra large uh, shirt that we have—that's the all the animals were harmed in the making of this story. The Ark shirt. So Eden Prime, send us your your information on where to send that shirt. We have two other winners, Tom.
3: We we do. Um, I, I love I love the Jive. Yeah. Like that shit cracked me up. I love it. I thought it was crazy clever. It's awesome. Um, I will buy you a shirt, sir.
1: So Jack, who did the Ben Hammond young skit uh for the jive please send us your information you send us a shirt size shirt color and uh all the information on where to send it and the last one is the google translate one because Tom and I laughed until we cried <laughs> when we great. heard the google translate um now we didn't get obviously we didn't get any information from the google translate so the person who called up and did the google translate piece you need to call back from that same phone, because I can tell you're, from your caller ID who you are. Uh, call back from that same phone and leave your information. So you got to tell us if you want a black shirt or a white shirt, guys or girls, and uh, and uh, what size you want, and we will ship that shirt to you. Um, that's the one that I'm going to buy. So uh, so do that this week, and we'll send those shirts out. The other people who did really well, and there were so many, especially the people who spliced stuff together, Those are honorable mentions, and as time goes on, I'm going to use those um, on our on our podcast, so we want to thank everybody who participated. Like we said, we can't buy shirts for everybody, but we want to thank everybody who uh, who participated and who played along because we thought it was really funny and irreverent, and we think that's what this show is all about. Yeah, I, I love how much participation we got. I thought it was
3: every time we played one of these things, I, I was laughing my ass off, and i just thrilled to hear them.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was
3: great. I, I loved it. Thank you guys so much for doing this. It was it's my pleasure to buy a shirt.
1: So uh, so that's all for this week's uh, episode. We're going to leave you, as usual, with the skeptics' creed.
3: Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno-Babylon bullshit.